This Week in HPC by Intersect 360 Research. New Top 500 list announced. Must be one petaflops to enter. It's This Week in HPC. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening in to a special episode of This Week in HPC with Intersect 360 Research, distributed in partnership with HPC Wire. I'm Addison Snell, and that's Tiffany Trader. Tiffany, welcome to Frankfurt for ISC 19. Thanks, Addison. Good to be doing the podcast with you here. We've got a special episode of This Week in HPC coming out to our listeners, and we're going to get another one at the conclusion of the show with some of the top news. But ISC 19 is kicking off here in Frankfurt, and we're going to start with what's always a big highlight of the show, which is the new Top 500 list coming out. And the big news this time around is not just that we're over one and a half exaflops in aggregate, but it's now, as they say, a petaflop club, teraflops, isn't going to cut it. You got to be at least 1.022 petaflops to get on the list. Yeah, that's right. It's a big, big milestone for the for this list. That's one of the big, the big takeaways. Uh, and then you know we start looking at the top top ten of the list, starting from the top, and not too many changes there. We uh, we still see Summit and Sierra still number one and two with a uh, with a slight upgrade for 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 Summit. O- Oak Ridge uh, has optimized Summit's Limpack performance, so it's now delivering uh, one. One uh, 148.6 petaflops on the HPL benchmark versus 143.5 uh, six months ago. So about a five petaflop uh, upgrade on, on its Limpack. There were a few changes in the top 10, however, starting with a new system at number five, which is the Frontera system, a Dell system and Mellanox uh, HDR InfiniBand going into TAC at the University of Texas. That's the new number five system with uh, t- uh, 23 and a half petaflops. And then there's another change to the top 10 at number 10 with not a new system, but an upgraded system, the Lassen system at uh, Lawrence Livermore National Labs is the non-classified sister to the Summit and Sierra systems. And that one's been upgraded and creeps into the top 10. Yeah, it's been upgraded, uh, creeping from 11 to 10, and it now has that upgraded capacity of 18.3 petaflops. And uh, a couple other changes, a couple departures from the list. Uh, we saw Titan, Ornell's uh, Oak Ridge's Cray system, which had a long reign as the United States' fastest supercomputer, has shifted out of the top 10, as has Sequoia, which was uh, the last Blue Gene Q system at Livermore. So kind of a landmark there. Titan and Sequoia are now the number 12 and number 13 systems, uh, respectively. And uh, we just skipped over number 11, which is also noteworthy. That's the Pangea 3 system at Total in France. And that's noteworthy because uh, it is the largest commercial system on the list at 17.9 uh, petaflops of RMAX. So that's the largest commercial system. One other thing I noticed about the top 10 uh, we've got the IBM systems at 1, 2, and 10. We've got a Lenovo system with Supermuck. We've got the AI, uh, the ABCI system at number 8 from Fujitsu. The Dell Frontera system at number 5. Really, the only major vendor that's not in the top 10 is HPE. Now, HPE is going to acquire Cray, of course, but not until... Uh, next year before that gets done. And the largest system that's currently an HPE system on the list right now is at number 17. That's the NE oil and gas system in Italy. And then they've got a few more around 25, 26 and throughout the list. 
But that's a, a good segue to talking about some of the some of the rest of the list, including uh, some of the countries and vendors that are involved. Yeah, so the, the, the U.S. is uh, maintaining its performance lead on this list. Uh, China actually claims the most systems, which is 219, with uh, the majority of those, the plurality of those, 208, pretty evenly split among three Chinese vendors, Lobo, Inspur, and Shigan. Um, and then uh, Lenovo... Um, maintains its lead as uh, as the number one top 500 vendor by by number of systems um, with with uh, 173 uh, the US which has 116 systems to, to China's 219 that so it's the US is trailing China by nearly half in terms of system share but when it comes to aggregate performance share due to uh, having so many uh, more systems towards the top of the list. The U.S. actually uh, leads uh, with 38.4% of list flops compared with uh, China's 29.9%. So almost, uh, you know, round up to nine nine points there. Summit and Sierra, the U.S. systems, they're, they're still at number one and number two, as we said. So they they uh, together have 243 Point two limpact petaflops, which is um, you know going into uh, raising um, the U.S.'s aggregate list share there. Uh, um, and one of the interesting things I noticed looking at looking at their results and 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 thinking about you know hey IBM has uh, the the number one and two system, and yet I saw that um, Lenovo was being listed as um, having a higher aggregate performance. So I looked into it. And it turns out that um, even though IBM is the, the prime on Summit and Sierra, according to Top 500's accounting, um, IBM is actually in second place with, with 207 aggregate petaflops uh, behind Lenovo, which has 302. There's some funny accounting going on there. For some reason, those NNSA systems aren't being counted as IBM systems. So we know that Summit and Sierra are very, you know, have very similar architectures. Uh, yet, um, but but Sierra, the NNSA system Sierra, along with uh, two other systems, Lassen and Ansel, um, aren't being counted uh, by Livermore. And actually, when you when you look at the when you look at the spreadsheet, the top 500 spreadsheet, you can see there the, under manufacturer Summit, uh, you know the the Oak Ridge Summit machine is listed as I, IBM is listed as a manufacturer. But when you look at these these three NSA NSA systems, the manufacturer is listed as IBM Nvidia IBM slash Nvidia slash Mellanox, and um, you know not not counted. So they're saying you know that IBM has a uh, 12 machines in, instead of 15 and and a, a lower flop share. So if we if we add these systems into IBM's basket, the company's um, aggregate list performance actually comes up to 321 which would put it in the lead for aggregate flop share, as you'd expect, you know, given that they have the, the one and two systems on the list. So it's kind of uh, something interesting we're, we're still looking into. I'm glad you noticed that because it is does seem like a bit of a, an irregularity in how these systems are counted. And I get it. The large systems are often collaborations with multiple vendors that are bringing their respective technologies. But IBM is the prime on those, and it would seem to me that the way we've been counting those is to look at the system vendor. Uh, and in fact, when we go forward to, say, the Aurora system, 
where Intel is the prime, but Cray is the vendor. I would expect to count that among Cray's share of top 500 systems. So I don't know exactly why those aren't being counted, but uh, it may be a, a good question for the top 500 progenitors. Beyond that, uh, we definitely wanted to look at, you know, again, revisit this large share of systems in China with respect to how many of them are web scale or hyperscale class systems. That's a major effect that's still going on on the current list. A little more than half of the systems on this list are deployed for IT, web scale, industry use. So I, I think it's a, getting to be a stretch to call this a supercomputing list or, or even an HPC list, you know, depending on how exactly you define HPC, but certainly um, supercomputing. Uh, so claims of list stuffing were raised last year at, at, at the show uh, due to an increase in these internet focused systems being benchmarked for the list, which, you know, we definitely want to point out is, is in line with the rules. It's, it's not against the rules and it's, it's not a new practice, but it's uh, being done with some more enthusiasm by some of the, the Chinese vendors in particular, um, Shigan and Inspur and Lenovo, you know, they've, they've made this concerted effort to benchmark these systems to get them on the list. So, you know, that's in large part what's driving, you know, this increase in these, these hyperscale systems. Yeah, we've discussed this with respect to previous lists, and, and I'm quick to maintain that this has been uh, a pattern that we've seen before in the early 2000s and the late 1990s with cluster systems and, and enterprise systems that weren't necessarily HPC systems and the vendors behind them who made a major effort to benchmark those and get them on the list. I think now that's drawn into sharper relief because you see them associated with uh, Chinese hyperscale companies and the Chinese vendors. Now, Lenovo, among those, who's the number one vendor by count on the list, uh, does also have a substantial number of legitimate HPC and supercomputing unique types of systems on the list. So Lenovo kind of gets uh, uh, both types of systems on there. But with other companies like Inspur and Shugong, yeah, the point certainly holds that most of those are or hyperscale infrastructure. I don't know what's to be done about that. It's kind of the way the list has always been according to the rules. So I don't get too bent into a twist about it, but uh, it is worth acknowledging that that's there. And that's, that's part of the effect that we see for hyperscale. Yeah. And if I could just make an addendum too, you know, I, I also looked at the, the new entrants on the list. There are 94 new entrants to the list, um, bringing, bringing in uh, 223 petaflops, but of of this uh, this new this new group, roughly two thirds of those are cloud web scale machines. So, I don't know, you know, I don't know what the list like is going to look like if uh, if it if it continues um, in that manner. Well, and one thing that we're going to talk about in our market update coming up is uh, on Wednesday at two thirty in the afternoon in the Microsoft booth. We're going to talk about some of the dynamics in the hyperscale market and how that continues to grow, particularly among the tier one of companies spending over a billion dollars last year on, on, uh, on hyperscale infrastructure. That hyperscale infrastructure is really consolidating more into that top tier. Meanwhile, we always want to talk about some of the newer emerging technology changes that we see in top 500, and this list is no exception. Um, GPUs have been a, a persistent topic over the last uh, several lists, and uh, they've gone from about 98 systems a year ago to 125 NVIDIA GPU systems uh, this year and the, going June to June. So the NVIDIA systems continue to grow, including we see at number 22, there's an NVIDIA system 
that's their super pod based on DGX entirely. Now, this is an, an NVIDIA internal lab system. Again, the rules allow for that uh, for a certain number of those. It's interesting to me because we, we haven't really seen that as an HPC type of cluster using DGX as a node. I don't think that's going to be a common thing that, that we're going to see a lot of people install. But nevertheless, NVIDIA has built a pretty powerful system out of those DGX uh, uh, boxes. And then also noteworthy, this is the debut list for the HDR speed of InfiniBand. I think there are four HDR InfiniBand systems on the list now, including, of course, coming back full circle, that Dell Frontera system at number five. That's the, uh, the largest HDR InfiniBand system that's on the list. And I think the other thing that we want to get to is um, important, the Green 500 and the HPCG, the High Performance Conjugate Gradients Benchmark. Those are the... Those are both now have been integrated into the top 500 reporting process, so they're also included in the list. Uh, so looking at the green, the green 500 side, the uh, top three systems are the same. The, the top two green 500 systems are the Shobu System B and the DGX Saturn V Volta. And uh, they're towards the bottom of the top 500, 471 and 469. Uh, Shobu System B is, probably, apologies for the pronunciation, is uh, made by Pezzi Exascaler, the, the Japanese company. That machine's located at Riken. It achieves 17.6 gigaflops uh, per watt efficiency. And then the DGX Saturn uh, 5 Volta, that uh, internal. NVIDIA system is um, delivers 15.1 gigaflops per watt. And then the next one is the top 500 Champ Summit. The Oak Ridge system is it's in third place on the green 500 with a slightly improved result um, due to those uh, LIMPAC optimizations. It is up to 14.71 gigaflops per watt. I think it's also worth mentioning that Pangea 3 uh, system you mentioned, Total's a new system. Um, 11th on the top 500 has grabbed the seventh position on on the green 500. A good result then for the Pangea system and the and the energy efficiency on the green 500. Tell us about HPCG. So on the HPCG uh, summit in uh, Sierra, they still hold the top uh, top positions ahead of uh, Japan K computer, which is in number three. So th those are the same. Japan has that a nice balance of, of compute and I.O. that's allowed it to uh, claim that really high performance on the HPCG and also really excellent uh, LIMPAC efficiency. Off the top of my head, I think they're like 11 petaflops peak and they have a 10 on, on the LIMPAC, which is, is just excellent. And I just want to follow up one more thing on the on the green 500. You know, one of the encouraging things I've noticed there is the diversity of international representation. So within the top 25 uh, section of the Green 500, and I'm kind of going, going down from, from the top, Japan, the United States, Spain, France, China, Taiwan, the United Kingdom, Italy, Canada, Switzerland, and Brazil all have machines in the top 25 of the Green 500. Well, it shows the power efficiency is important everywhere. That's then I don't think that's going to slow down anytime soon either. <laughs> okay, well, ISC is off to a, a great and fantastic start with the new top 500 list, like it always is. We've got a lot more coming up, including exascale updates. We're going to do the vendor showdown. We're going to do our market update. We've got a bunch of keynotes to report on. It's going to be an exciting couple of days in Frankfurt, Tiffany. I'm really looking forward to it. It's already turning 
turning out to be a great show. I'm looking forward to the rest of it and uh, reporting more here with you. All right. Thanks, Tiffany. I look forward to seeing you around and thanks to you for tuning in. You've been listening to This Week in HPC, brought to you by Intersect 360 Research, actionable market intelligence for high-performance computing. For more information, visit intersect360.com.